Hey, this is Diana, the Bard of Hudson. What the heck does that mean? A bard is just a storyteller. So here I am to share stories with you. What was it like growing up in the 60s and 70s? Did I really meet Bob Marley on an airplane? I hope you enjoy listening to my crazy life and that it inspires you to share your stories in some way. One great way to share your thoughts with me is through my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard. There you can see the photos and written materials that enrich my stories with visuals. Please check it out. And wherever you're listening, please rate and review and share the podcast. I'd love to hear what you think. At the end of the day, human connection is all we have. Enjoy. Hello. So great to be back here with you today. And um, just a heads up, I am actually testing a new microphone and a whole new system. So this will be exciting. Yay. I hope it's going to prove um, to be even better. Of course, the second I sit down here to do this, there's an army of squirrels running over the top of my head. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm always warning you guys that there's probably some weirdness going on. So, yeah. Okay, so today I'm still in the fall of my of my junior year. And I'm going to tell you that there's going to be a bunch of episodes about the fall of my junior year because so much was going on. I don't know if it's just my brain that has packed it all into that time, but there was a lot happening then. And I was a big letter writer. I wrote letters all the time to my friends back home. And it was my way of, you know, getting news. Phone calls, you had to pay by the minute, right, for phone calls. And we didn't have cell phones. So, you know, it was in some, either the phone that we had in our room, which you got billed for every single minute that you made a call. So we didn't do that. So, you know, I'd rather go and, you know, spend the stamp and go and send a letter. And actually, it was very funny. I, I have this one entry in my diary about stamps. And it starts like, oh, my God, stamps are 20 cents. I can't believe it. Standing in line at the post office to buy some stamps. And there was a old guy, maybe a homeless man, not sure. But he came in shuffling into the post office. And he tried to go right into the back where the postal workers were. And he couldn't get in and he starts cursing and he's like, God damn it, it's a public service. I should be able to get in there anytime I want. And he was cursing up a storm and the whole line was giggling away. And I remember writing in my diary, I can't believe hearing such a stream of curses coming out of the mouth of one seemingly sweet looking old fellow. But yeah, stamps going up to 20 whole cents. Yeah, now it's double that. But anyway, so letters, letters, wrote a lot of letters. And uh, here's one that I'm actually going to read in its entirety. I used to copy letters into my diaries that I had written to other people because it was sort of like having a diary entry all encapsulated so why not you know I had already written it (laughs) and it was great that I did this because I kept my 20 year old voice alive for now because I can completely hear it the way I thought it I just wrote stream of consciousness to my friend right so here is a moment 
well, a few minutes, of my 20-year-old voice. Saturday, October 17th, 1981. Thank you so much for your letter. It really made my day. It was so wonderful to hear from you. I did also get your other letter. I guess it crossed with my letter about Suriname. I'm glad you like my obese letters. They take a lot of inspiration, though, and a lot of news. I'm glad you heard from Tufi. That's my brother. I haven't yet. I'm still hoping. Notice the yet. I sent him some pictures of Block Island. I'll send you some too as soon as I get a chance to do some printing. They're great. I have them plastered all over the wall and I laugh when I see them. There's a gorgeous one of Michael and John. I have to see them again soon. They're both just so cute. I wish I was 17 again. God, no, I don't. What am I saying? It's taken me long enough to get this far. I have enough problems with men as it is, and they double when I get back to school. There's either not enough of them around or too many. Remember when you said you felt as if you needed to have a male around to make you feel good? My dear, I'm the same way, and I wish it didn't have to be this way. In fact, I often wish there were three or four of them around. I guess I'm incredibly insecure or something. I'm sure Freud would have lots to say about me. I really hate myself when I'm in love or even just flirting. I'm so horrible. I'm incredibly jealous and bad-tempered. I really surprise myself sometimes. I start playing all these games because I don't know whether the person really likes me or is playing the same game as I am. Talk about your vicious circle. I fall in love too easily and it's too bad because I'd rather be anything than be in love. It's sad, kiddo. I'm very melancholy and critical right now because I just finished shitting on, pardon the vernacular, a very sweet guy, and I hate myself. We'll see what happens. I have to talk to him. Okay, enough of this. Speaking of sweet guys, though, Al sounds like it's getting better. Is it? In the last letter, you were furious with Maggie, and it seemed different this time. Do you go over there every day? Have there been any complaints? You're more the kind of worker I was. Just do your job and don't think about it. I almost never called Jane, and I never ever met her. Do you see Al a lot? So I want to give you guys a little side note here, is that... In between, I forgot about this totally, in between uh, sophomore and junior year, I worked for Al Pacino as a housekeeper. And this was a gig that ended up getting passed around from me to other high school friends um, later on down the road as it had been passed to me from my friend Andy. So my friend Andy's mom was the realtor who sold Al Pacino his house in Sneedon's Landing. He wanted somebody very simple to just, you know, take care of the house, make sure everything was running okay, and clean the pool once in a while, buy groceries, that kind of stuff. So he asked his realtor if she knew anybody, and she passed the gig on to her son. And he did it in the summer of my, before my sophomore year, he did it right after he graduated from high school. And then the next summer, he passed that gig on to me, and I loved it so much. I got to uh, see Al Pacino in American Buffalo. That's what he was doing off-Broadway that season, and that was an incredible play. And I got to go backstage and, uh, you know, stand out front with him and go, yeah, see you back at home. <laughs> it was awesome, awesome. Um and he signed a poster for me, which I still have. And uh, I, he was going out with Karen Allen at the time. And I uh, 
you know, it was a wonderful gig. I hung out at his house. I bought him groceries. I scooped the leaves out of the pool. What more was there to do? You know, it wasn't too bad. But one night, he uh, he came to me and he asked, hey, can you make like a large dish for dinner or something big? Because I'm having some friends over. And I was like, sure, yeah. What about lasagna? And he goes, perfect. So I made lasagna and salad. And little did I know, it was Martin Sheen came over for dinner. <laughs> it was so exciting. And so I got to make lasagna for Al and Martin. And it was a great night. We had such a good time. And I got to sit down with them. So that is the Al that I'm talking about. I passed this gig on to my friend Thea, who I am writing this letter to. And she did that work for a little while. And that was really fun. So when I say, do you see Al a lot? That's who I mean. Next up on this letter... Have you seen Bill Murray around anymore? So yeah, Bill Murray just newly moved into Sneedon's Landing as well when I was in college. And I'll tell you more about that later. I think that's so cool. I told all my friends and we all want to come home some weekend and meet him. Has Mikhail moved in yet? Here we go with the whole Sneedon's Landing roster. Mikhail Baryshnikov moved in next. And uh, <laughs> that was a wild thing because he was a movie star and a ballet dancer at that point and super famous. I mean, he is obviously now. Um, and he would become a big part of my life later on, too, as I worked on the Children's Shakespeare Theater, which I'll tell you about in many episodes from now because it's not close to this time, but you'll see. It, it's amazing. And in my letter, I even say, by the way, I'm really living on Star Row now, huh? Some of us are going to come to New York for the day some weekend. Last weekend, we went to Maine for the day and saw Payson's house and all the beautiful foliage. Very New England thing to do. So we thought it might be neat to just head to New York sometime and see all the museums or something. You want to meet us if we do? I'll let you know when. Of course, we'd all go to my house for dinner or something. So I'd see you anyway, and that'd be fun. I can't wait. Speaking of seeing each other, I thought you were going to come up for Halloween. Uh-oh. We even had a part and a costume for you for the ha haunted house. It's going to be excellent. I'm going to be a guide. I can't wait. It's going to be really gross, and I'm going to spit blood and drag chains and all that neat stuff. Do you think you can come? If Maggie and Mel's come too, that's okay too. But see if you can scrape together some costumes, ghoulish types. If you want to sit in on classes and stuff, you should plan to stay at least until Monday. Oh, and no, I didn't have an interview with BU. They're really not into that. You'll get in, have no fear. The only problem is getting money out of them. Here I sit at my desk overlooking scenic Bay State Road. I really love being on this side of the building. It's inspirational. For instance, I look up at Shelton, it's parents weekend by the way, and hanging from a seventh floor window is a huge sign which reads, nuke the parents. It's excellent. It's so BU, so Bay State Road. I could see you really getting into this place, especially if you're on Bay State Road. Apply for 1992 when they ask you about housing. You'll probably get it because it's an unusual request. We had the best time last night. Anne and Payson and I and another girl from our floor, Michelle, got all punked out and went over to the rat. That's the rathskeller. The rat to the naked natives. The nakeds. <laughs> They have great bands, though, and you can dance forever, and we danced till we couldn't stand anymore. Too much Pickwick Ale. The band was excellent, too. Rockabilly. Bring IDs for 20 years old, if you can, when you come, and we'll go there. It's a blast. 
And then my note says, Annie. What was really a blast, though, was when we came home. Hi, Thea, this is Anne. I'm writing to you now because Diana is sleepy, so I thought I'd give her a break. Anyway, there were these people in our room last night when we were going to sleep, and we all sat around for hours telling really loud bedtime stories and really disgusting, dirty jokes. It was entirely bizarre. Well, come up at Halloween. We'll dress you up as a corpse. Ha! And then me again. She's so cute. We're getting along great. We just get closer and closer because there are no secrets. That's the way to have it if you want to develop a relationship like this. I guess I could never do that during high school, which is why I failed so miserably in the friendship department. It sort of makes my friendship with Anne all the more sweet, though, since I never had one like this before. I know you and I could become close like that because I feel such complete trust in you and I value your opinions and advice. We're never together as much and as long. We'll have to work on it, okay, kiddo? Okay, I'll stop being heavy. Melancholy does it to you. I've been reading Hamlet. That does it to you, too. I love my Shakespeare class. My teacher is so wonderful. I just wrote my first paper for him last week. We'll see how that turns out. It wasn't on one of my favorite plays, Richard II. Hamlet's great, though. Last Sunday, Chip, Anne, and me and a couple of friends sat around at midnight and read the entire play out loud, taking parts. It was just like the old times in Shakespeare group. I loved it. We're going to do Othello this Sunday night. I'm psyched. Italian's going very well, too. I got an A on my first test. Hard to come by for some of us. Chip hates me, but he'll get his chance. I'm sure he'll do much better in Shakespeare than I will, even though I love it so. He just writes a thousand times better than I do. Guess what? I'm planning another crazy trip to Block Island with 10 people. Four of us went a couple of weekends ago, and that was really neat. It was bitter cold, but we ate fantastic meals and took a gorgeous long walk into town one day. There was no Rosie. Anyway, I thought that I couldn't go anymore unless I took Dave and Chip. So we planned this way in advance. And me, Annie, Chip, Dave, Brian, Ray, Kari, John, Adam, and a friend of his from German House are all going down on the 7th of November. I'm so psyched. And it's going to be so cold. What the heck? We already warned them that we're all sleeping in the same bed to keep warm. Sure, just to keep warm. That's our ploy. Heh <laughs> heh. We'll see what Mr. Lee has to say about this one. He didn't cease making comments about me and Anne and two boys last time. Jeez. Well, I have to get some work done this weekend. I hope to see you soon, toots. I miss you tons. Till then, stay happy and don't study so much that your mind resembles oatmeal. And to help you in your struggle through senior schizophrenia, a few helpful hints. Tread merrily before the ox and carefully behind it. Beware of bearded midgets in Gucci trench coats carrying neutron bombs and neither a blender nor a rutabaga bee. Yes, I have lost it completely. Well, I'll also include an interesting quote from a hero of mine to make you think a little. Quote, Nowadays, so many conceited people go about society pretending to be good that I think it shows rather a sweet and modest disposition to pretend to be bad. Besides, there is this to be said. If you pretend to be good, the world takes you very seriously. If you pretend to be bad, it doesn't. Such is the astounding stupidity of optimism. Oscar Wilde from Lady Windermere's Fan. With that, I bid you farewell. A little side note on some of this. Mr. Lee was this crazy old fellow who lived across the road from our Block Island house. 
and he and his wife shared had shared you know a very long marriage and they were some nutty people when we first got the house and we didn't have any running water we used to go across the road and ask them if we could borrow their shower because this is something that one does of course um and so we got to know him a little bit and he was obsessed with you know young people and their doings i guess because you know he lived on block island and there's not a heck of a lot to do out there so when we'd take showers you know he'd be like uh just let me know if you need some help scrubbing your back and we were like ew gross <laughs> um and one time my friend adam was staying at the house and he was painting our block island house and he would take these solar-powered showers outside he got one of these black bags where you heat up the water and put it on a porch and he'd take showers outside and he knew mr lee was watching with his binoculars and he'd wave to him hey mr lee which was kind of creepy and mr lee also uh watched the activities down on dory's cove beach which was below our houses and he one time came huffing and puffing running into his house when adam was there having a cup of tea with mrs lee and he was like oh oh it was terrible i just caught some people fornicating and adam was like "Ooh, fornicating i hope no one got hurt <laughs> so it was really nutty and in fact our group the off key three we sang a song uh, a cover song called mr lee and we always dedicated it to him crazy adventures in block island so that's my story for today Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Want to make some juicy passive income but don't know where to start? You need to check out Girls Trade 2. Girls Trade 2 is an online community of women learning to trade in the stock market so they can boost their savings and get off that dang hamster wheel of work, work, work. So if you want some help figuring out the stock market, check out a free web class at girlstrade2.com. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Instagram at Diana the Bard or on Facebook at Diana Green. And check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard for photos and other fun additions. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you're listening. It makes a world of difference and helps others to find the show. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye.